uh, Frank Black's an interesting example in the internet for me is, you know, people email you or text you and be like, fuck you, right. I'm not a fan, your right. fucking shit sucks, you, or earlier stuff was better, right. you're just a fat alcoholic who takes his shirt off and tells the same story. Um, and so, <laughs> so, That's what Frank Black said to you? <laughs> attempt to make for us today well like, I, I, I want to know I thought because you're from England right I was gonna make traditional fish and chips fucking hey I'm into that yeah because I'm pescatarian so there you go oh that's also why we're making this that's right <laughs> you have, yeah because I made I made a Jewish guy pork the other day and he was like yeah you didn't do your research I, don't need pork. <laughs> I was like fuck you can't just cheat for a day yeah I I your life is legit clean ladies and gentlemen my guests from Slipknot Corey Taylor from Bush Gavin Rossdale, if you told me I'd be making you a meal when I was in college, I'd be going, did we all get arrested? Are we in prison? <laughs> the fuck? Or, How do they fuck their lives are up? Are you making a steakums after a party, right? Like, this is... <laughs> I am shocked. I am shocked that this is... This, are this probably our biggest guest booking. I have Mark Hamill on, but that doesn't count. No, that's way bigger than us. Mark Hamill's it's pretty legit. He's a fucking Skywalker, yeah. dude. Yeah. He was in... Uh, the machine. Yeah, we can't talk about it. We get, oh, Although fuck. we couldn't pivot to, I've been okay. trying to use Machine Head in a fucking capacity my whole fucking career. Right. And then today, today, now I've done this for, I've been, ever since I started making videos for like probably six years, seven years. Right. Today, I figure out the video to make with Machine Head. Okay. Okay, here's the pitch. All right. I have a cold plunge. And oh, you, how you, is that? I just got one. Oh, it hasn't been installed yet, but it's, I'm scared. Is it's it good? fucking change awesome. your life. Did it change your life? Uh, it does. It for me, it increases my it increases my mood. Like I just feel good after it. I deal with a lot of inflammation, and so uh, <laughs> so and so. I was getting in it today, and I do breathing exercises. So I was, I was like, I'm gonna do a video today where I get in my cold plunge, and I go, guys, I just want to tell you how I how I breathe in a cold plunge and then get in and then have you sitting next to me and the camera pulls out to reveal you and go, breathe in, breathe, breathe out, in. breathe <laughs> in, breathe out, breathe in. But then, and then all I've been doing now today is saying in my head, breathe in for four, hold for four, right. breathe in for, out for four, hold for four. It didn't <laughs> flow as well. It doesn't no. flow as well. <laughs> but that was my video. You're gonna love cold plunging. Okay. Uh, I'm making my own French fries. I think you guys will be really impressed with how good they are. I make, I, I do legit French fries. Okay. Sweet. So, uh, is is that fish and chips? Is that on for you guys? Okay. Were you like a pub dude? When I was just in London now with my boys, I took them back for a couple of weeks in the summer. I couldn't believe how every corner is a fucking pub. Yeah. I was like, this is so useful. <laughs> it's like, you're just, because it's so hot. Right. My kids that have the apple ties, that are sparkling apple juice, and I'd be like, you know, Sapporo, <laughs> Stella. How old were you first? Do you, does it, do you want something to drink, a water or anything? I'll take some water. Do you want something to drink, sure. like a beer? I'd love a beer. So wait, so the, how old were you the first time you drank, both of you? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, fuck, I was eight. See, but... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, 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 quite, that got real. That's like, have you ever told a story and halfway through the story realize you were molested? And you're like, and you're like, yeah, and then they put an ice cube up my asshole. And everyone's like, what? And you're like, no, that happened to everyone, right? That, that's how we played hide and well, seek. Everybody did that, right? I mean, it's the uh, mule in it. Uh, eight years old. Yeah. Uh, Omaha, right? No, Iowa. 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 Yeah. I, I, um, 
when my dad went away, I lived with my dad, grew up with my dad, and, and he went away, and I was about 14 or 15. Went away like, like to like so a war? Went away for, for the weekend. Oh, oh gotcha. And he left me, and so I was there with my sister, and I had cider. <laughs> and I threw up on that cider, and I still can't even have it. Ooh. It's just, if the smell of cider. Right. I destroyed cider for me. Yeah, I, I, uh, I threw up in a bathtub in Salt Lake City as a grown man uh, at six in the morning drinking IPA. Whoa. And I can't drink, I, I, I have a hard wow, time with man. IPA to this day. Man, it's hard to fall in love with that smell of IPA again. Yeah, no, dude. You, sometimes you don't even need to throw up to not like IPA. <laughs> That's true. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Prost, Cheers. as they say. Um, eyes, we got to do eyes. That was like terrible. That was like, I'm, yeah, was was. yeah your eyes, I, I'm going to get lost like, in your I'll fucking eyes. That, there you <laughs> I knew you were hot, but I didn't know you were this hot. Like, <laughs> like you're distractingly fucking hot. Like, like it makes sense that you're a front man. I bet when you got to the band and you're like, oh, I also play drums. They're like, N -n 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 -n, let's put you in front of the thing. Can we get a skinnier mic stand? It's blocking too much of him. <laughs> Mind you, he wears a mask. I perform shirtless. There you go. I mean, where's that from? What's the whole shirtless thing? Just feels good. I wanted to remind myself that it was that I needed to have fun. I was in uh, Dayton, Ohio, and I just was like, this sucks. There's right. no one here. Right. I'm not moving forward in my career. Right. And uh, and I was angry, and I was I was like, I don't want to bring this energy on stage. So I ripped my shirt off when I got on stage, and it made me giggle that I was like, how silly it is. <laughs> right. And. Uh, this song Black Betty was playing by Ram Jam. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just, and it just had this energy. Right, right, right. And it cheered me up and I performed, I had a fun time. T uh, to this day, I mean, I'm, this is gonna sound, I get teary. I'm sure you guys know this feeling. Right. So like, I don't know how your entrance stage is, but I have to crouch down in the back to walk up the back. We have a lighting thing that right. hits me. Right, right. And I always see the-, the Is that the, on your arena tour? Yeah, my arena tour, yes. Uh, uh, Top Soft World Tour. Uh, so, <laughs> so I, uh, and, and when I rip my fucking shirt off, the dumbest thing, the thing that I use to cheer me up now gives me so much goddamn joy. That's, that's rad, yeah. dude. It's fucking nerve-wracking, though, like the whole <laughs> doing stand-up, you know, because like with us, you know, we know what we got, we have instruments, we have right, microphones, right. we're prepared, you know. Yeah. By the way, I saw him last weekend, we happened to play in the same place. Yeah, party. yeah. You, I, no one sings like you in the entire world. He, you got three mad, distinct voices. I was watching you, kind of going, "Fuck, how does well, he do when, that?" Well, when it I works, like, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> you know how it is. It's funny. The uh, you guys, I, I, we were just talking earlier. I have a really hard time keeping my voice. Right. Like it's, I'm losing it now. Uh, right. And I just talk. Uh, just shutting up. Right? Well, I was trying to. Yeah, I, I, I have a hard time. I, I can't shut. I, I stopped going to therapy for a period of time because. It was an hour of talking. Right. And oh. so I was like, I, I, don't have the, I don't have it in me. I'm so sorry. I'm going to make our own tartar sauce. I'm going to put it in the fridge. These are the ingredients. It's going to be fucking good. The, <laughs> but I, and I had to stop talking. Right. I, and and uh, this last tour I was on, I was literally backstage just going like this. Hello, hello, hello. Right. Hello, hello. Right. Hey. And then there's high points like there's I have a joke right. where I'm, and then I'm trying to get that Ooh, to work right right the That's only true. thing that'll so solve your problem is vocal rest man like yeah. for real yeah. I was getting worried the other day right that I had spoken too much we hadn't been playing we would do some shows in the summer like weekends and stuff like that and uh some really great girls who follow us around everywhere came and one goes have I had the worst 48 hours and I was thinking 
it's there's nothing you can say to me that I'm gonna overly care because right. I really want to stop right. talking right now. <laughs> right. And I know what it is you're gonna say to me. She goes, my uncle is the Gilgo Beach murderer. I was no. like, fuck, tell me what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what in the fucking beginning. What, what the fuck happened? What, now how did it go? I, was, I want everything. I was like, I fucking just stood there for an hour. I couldn't believe it. That's, the, what, that's the Long Island cereal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, the yeah. list. Fuck. I was like thinking, crazy. there's not much she can say to me that's going to make me want to stay. But <laughs> fuck me, if it wasn't a whole hour, I was like twisting her. Well, tell me more. What's going Give on? Give me all of it. What was Where it were like? you when you hurt? What I mean, was that's. It like? I hate to do that. Growing up, like, what was Thanks, it like? Netflix. That's yeah. what you've done to us. Oh, my God. <laughs> Or yep. actually, ID. Investigation Discovery is really the ones that started it, for me, anyway. For real? Like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Every other show is like, you know, how to kill your wife or how your wife killed you. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my wife will kill me. Like, <laughs> my wife will kill me and people will get it. They'll be like, no, nah, it tracks. If she cheated on me, I'd kill her. That's how much I love her. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, uh, I need her in my life. I don't even know my bank codes. Like, I don't, my passcodes, I don't know where my money is. So you need her. Yeah, yeah. I need her. I mean. Oh, she's right here. Yeah, she's right there. Wait, come here for a second. Come here. You're needed. You're needed. Okay. Let's get some money. Let's get yeah. some money out. Um, I'm making fish and chips. Nice. That'll be good. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted you to. Know that you're making fish and yeah, chips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. She's up Dixon in the bedroom. Nothing, baby, nothing. <laughs> nothing. The, uh. Do either you guys give a shit about money? You don't. Seem I like mean, you I do. I do obviously because well we have families, so you yeah. know you have to you have to be aware of of what's going on, who's watching over it for you. Because I've seen so many people get screwed that it's scary, man. So have you guys screwed yet? Uh, with money? Yeah, um, you know, from having been the person with no money in everyone's life that I knew, right. I became the person who did have money yeah. and so there's a lot of people that w want help so whenever anyone comes to me they say you know can i borrow some money and they want like 15 grand it's like whatever they ask me for is the value of our friendship right oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i'm never going to see them again yeah I'm, I, like boom that's what what is what do we cost what do we cost uh -huh. we cost this okay i mean if you need that money now and then i've never had i've had one person one person pay me back that's yes, one more cool. than I've had. Yeah, but I've had a few people ask me for money, and I was like grateful. I was like, oh, I don't ever have to see you again. Right. For 4500 bucks. <laughs> Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Testing my skills on prize picks this football season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Prize picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entries in literally less than 60 seconds. And when you're not like me and you're on the road and you don't have a group that you're playing fantasy with and you want to enjoy the weekend, you want to enjoy the sports, prize picks is my go-to. It's how I get involved in my weekend and who I pick. It's, look, quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash burning and use code burning for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's prizepicks.com 
slash burning and use code burning for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars daily fantasy sports made easy if you just make music because you love it like you have no idea at the beginning i mean he couldn't have started right. still not thinking you'd ever do anything with it oh dude we didn't the, think we'd make we, any money yeah, man i mean like and that's what makes it so you know this go, oh yeah 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 Wait, how long, like... You don't have any expectation, right? You you don't do it and you think... You don't do it uh, like careering to go, okay, if I do this and this... I mean, you know, it's cool. I don't want to be in a band. I don't want a job. So, of course, I want to be famous and meet girls. But, like, it doesn't mean anything. And I was in England where I didn't even know anything about the potential. But you didn't grow grow up rich? No. That's so funny. You look rich. Thank you. (laughs) Like, you look like like what a rich person would look like. Like, like you're, you know... Like, Corey and I look regular. (laughs) <laughs> like you look like you would have money like because and you sound like it but it's your Thank accent you. like you hear us talk well that maybe that's it though because i mean we always equate a british accent with a higher uh a higher side of society or whatever you know yeah but uh, but then you get mine which is you know straight trailer park so there you, you have sex with an Irish chick? me yeah uh scottish so close scottish. yeah close. <laughs> so you didn't have money as a kid uh, no. Oh, okay. I mean, I was not the poorest kid, but where I grew up was, was quite... Where'd you, where'd you grow up? In London, centre of London. Oh, oh okay. Fucking, centre of London. That sounds so sexy to guys like us. I grew up in Tampa. You ever heard of Tampa? Ooh, Ybor City. Heard, I played there 73 times. Yeah. Are you I serious? Tampa a lot. <laughs> Fuck of a lot. Uh, yeah. we, were, uh, we were big fans in college. Oh. When we, when we, I remember being in the back of a, a truck, uh... Listening, I guess, probably to your first album with a bunch of my buddies being so irresponsible. We were sitting monkey, you know, when you sit just in the backpack. Right, yeah. Backseat middle hump. Fucking just, doing key bumps. Just <laughs> right. Fucking being like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> this is fucking good, man. This is fucking good. And you're like, yeah. I shouldn't say this. Crap, fuck it. Edit it out. He's driving fast as fuck. He goes, I fucking listen to this and I feel like I'm driving in a video game. And I'm like, uh, maybe you shouldn't be driving. My nickname is The Machine. Do you know, right. Did you know that? I did know that. Oh, you did? I did. So that's why I had such a connection to the song. I wanted to go through some of your lyrics and try to figure out what you guys meant in them. Okay. So I, I printed out some of the songs. This so is like, so fun. Can I yeah, say? it's awesome. What yeah. a fucking great time. It's, I love that you, like, I'm watching you try to concentrate, but then also, talk, and now he's calling for the glasses. Yeah. I don't feel so bad now. So when you write something like, I want to slit your throat and, and fuck, fuck the, the wound, wound, which was voted the worst lyric of 2001 in alternative press. Are you serious? Fuck all you motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, a win's a win. That's right. A win's a win. I'll take that. <laughs> fucking I was also win. voted the fourth sexiest dude in heavy metal in a mass, by the <laughs> that's, way. So I'll, that's a win again. That's, I mean, and then I took it off and I didn't even rank. So I didn't place. So whatever. That's, wait, you know, we were still in. But wait, people always ask me where I get my jokes from. Right. Where, what, like, what was the thing that made you think that? that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if you've never hated someone so much but still that you would literally <laughs> fuck a wound in their body, then you've never hated or loved. Or loved. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a, you know, there's it's a the blurry same, line. Same you know? coin. What's, what's my soft lyric? Yeah. Where is it? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see where we're, we're at. at. So we've got, uh, okay, so on one hand, we've got, I want to slit your throat and fuck the wound. What is, uh, what is Gavin's uh, example here? Um, 
I feel like I'm gonna. Oh, this, well, this, this is actually though. adjacent. Okay. It must be your skin. I'm sinking in. Oh, okay. Is that is that is that you guys both wrote the same thing technically? You went to glycerine. You just said it differently than you did it. Yeah. He said, "I want to slit your throat and fuck the wound." You said, "It must be your skin." I think I'm sinking in. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we we're, were on two different it. pages, though. Like it's <laughs> what a segue between that lyric and a glycerine lyric, though. That's a amazing. What a uh, oh shit. Is there a fun, like, I, I, I say when you write comedy jokes, it's a fun kind of, like, algorithm to try to figure out. Like, it's, it's like almost like untangling a necklace. Okay. Because you come up with something, you go, that's funny. I know this is funny. But then you, you try to it. figure out why? Or well, no, you, you, well, you need an end. Right. That's the number one okay, thing right, you right, need right, an right, end. Right. Yeah. And then once you get the end, then you can start fucking with the insides. Right. And then to place things certain places so that they reveal later, it's so fun right it's so fun the best moment you'll have as a comic is not the first time you do it right it's the first time you figure out how to do it right by doing it wrong the time before right you do it okay right. okay that's the funnest interesting what's right. the funnest part of writing a song the best part for me is when i finally figure out what the end is because i can riff all day the intro feels good the verses all work but now how do i make everyone want to start the song back over. You see what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. that oh, is the, the key. That's the best feeling in the world is that exactly. not on, on the other side. Right. Is when you listen to a song, you go, I'm about to start this over. We're going to listen to this again. I'm going to listen to exactly. this all the time. There was, a band, there was a band that I came to late in life uh, called Silverchair. Right. And Silverchair had a song that one night in Colorado and Denver, right when they legalized weed, I got. Okay. And I could not stop. I almost, I'd, I'd start it, I'd want to, I'd go, just right. start it again. Right. Just start it again. And it's the funnest, I don't know if you guys get weird with music, where oh, all of yeah. a sudden it's just you, yeah. the family's asleep, and you got cowboy boots on and a Speedo, and you're smoking a cigar, you already hit a joint, you've talked to your trees, and now it's just you in a room, right. listening, and you're like, Morrissey's talking to me. Right. Like, okay. Like, these are, he's, he's <laughs> communicating to me. And I think that's the, the best thing about right. music, that he is. Yeah. And these like, are looking pretty good. What do you think? They're looking pretty good. Ooh. Yeah. They're going to be good. You didn't fucking make those. You are so full of shit. There's not a drop of skin on those. Oh, my <laughs> I God. I put them in the oven. <laughs> I could, I'm not going to fucking make french fries. It took me half a second. I was like, wait, there's seasoning on that. What the I didn't do it right. I didn't do it right. I should have fucking tricked you better, but I didn't do it right. I got into You cut it in half moons as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah totally, moons. dude. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, like okay, we're having wedges. Yeah. I was worried for your fingers, really. I was, like, I was, like that uh, I was too. This knife like is not that fucking sharp. Um, you know what? You lose the fingers and the song. I tell you, the song that I did that about, with of his was fucking greedy fly. I, oh. to this day, that song, to me, Makes me is play. one of the greatest fucking rock tunes I've ever heard. And it's, and it's the way the tones all work together, it's the way you're singing it, it's the air that you allow in that riff when it's just fucking It just, that riff feels so thick, you can wear it like a fucking coat. And I just love listening to it. Oh, that's a So good, when that's it first good. came out, I, dude, I fucking looped that fucker like nobody's business. I was like, Jesus Christ. It's it's still, to this day, one of my favorite songs. Wow. Yeah. Right, it's so wild. You don't know, that's what's great. You don't know what your, 
you make music, you don't know who's listening to it, who it affects until you meet them. That's the best thing about music, right? So right. Like, it becomes yours. You make it and it ceases to be ours. It just goes out into the universe and you take it in your Speedos and your cigar <laughs> and your... I was going to say, I don't have cowboy shit. boots, but I totally get the Speedo thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Them. Yeah. They're it, coming back. I read a report. Speedos are back. Do you hear Shut it? up. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're back. Huh. So you're ahead of the curve again. I'm way ahead of the curve. There you go. The machine. I've been, I've been the machine. Bring yeah. it out in front. He sets trends, ladies and gentlemen. The, uh, what's one song you wish you had written? That you go, oh, that's my well, favorite Well, besides song. that one? Yeah. I have, I have a handful. Greedy Fly, um, Wood by Allison Chains. Um, Wait, hold on. Let's take two seconds about that song. So, yeah, so I told you incredible. this, I, I've told both of you this. My daughter Isla right. recently rediscovered uh, music, but she, for the first time, decided she's going to listen to what she likes. Right. And so her first step in was Slipknot. And she was like, she was like, have you ever heard of this band Slipknot? I go, I've had Corey on my podcast. She's like, shut up. Tell me what's he like and this and that. And does and and then she would like share songs and I'd be like, right. oh cool. That's and that's the coolest thing you can ever do is share a song with someone. Not enough people do that. Right. But they go, I want you to check this out. It's a vulnerable fucking place. Right. But it's great. So no, but it's great when you know what someone's into and you go, oh, you should check out this. Right. So the next one I said was to her, was like, you gotta check out. Oh, no, then she said, do you know who Alice in Chains are? I was like, no, I fucking know who's Alice in Chains. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, she was like so have you ever heard of the song Wood? And I was like, oh, yeah. I go, wait, hold on. Uh, have you ever heard of um, The Rooster? Right. And, she, and I, she goes, yeah. And I go, can I tell you the story behind that song? Right. That's a song I can over, right, over. Great. I was on tour with them last summer. I was going to say, I, yeah, I, I sang Wood. Oh, For fucking real? A. I went on the stage and I sang Wood with him. Uh, a few times, and it was the funnest thing to be backstage. We're going to I got to go now. I'm singing for Alice in Chains. Right. And I got a fucking split. I'm busy. I'm in a band. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I go and sing for Alice in Chains. It was just so much fun. Yeah. That's Great fucking song. cool. Yeah, what's one song you wish you had written? Like, there's jokes I wish I'd written. Uh, there's jokes that I go, oh, fuck. Well, we're, so we're let's, you know, Corey's here. So, I mean, Psychosocial is to me. The most, the best metal song ever made. Oh it's shit! The craziest song, and my kids—they discover it themselves. They, you know, because of all the streaming stuff, you know, yeah. you go in there, right? You get, oh, dude, it's so yeah. cool! Suddenly they're playing like, you know, uh, Slipknot, Tool, Deftones. It's right. really fun, and uh, so that song is. I mean, I don't understand how you wrote it. Like I just go, it just that blows one, man. me away. It just. It just blows me away. It shouldn't work, and yet it does. Like because there's so many. Right. Uh, like you know, with me, my writing's so much more basic. Like, I get three ideas, and I kind of hope they work. And usually they don't, because I'm a real fucking bastard musician. <laughs> right. So apparently, I can really modulate really well unintentionally. I'm like, no. Right. Did right. I go out the key again? So when I go to try to <laughs> sing in the studio, I go, why can't I sing that bit? I sounded so good when I right. were doing right. it earlier. It's yeah. not because the note before has nothing to do with it. So right. you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta wait, you gotta jump. You know, oh, you I've been do there. That. Oh, it's you do crazy. that all the time. You modulate. It's tough, man. Wide. And like my, I have a guitar teacher uh, trying to get better, you know, and he, uh, it's always like, we can't teach kids how to modulate like that. I was like, but it's really confusing. Why can't I stay in the key? What's wrong with me? Right. So, so that is an incredible song. I think basic songs like, I use it like thinking about writing songs that there's too many songs in the world, but not enough great songs. Right. Yeah. And if you think of it like if you're a musician, and if you think of someone like 
the Beatles, uh, Bowie. Right. I'm so, I feel so far from what they achieved that I just know the ceiling for growth is like infinite. Right, <laughs> right. so good. <laughs> so anything that Bowie wrote, anything that the Beatles did, and you know. Is there, like, because you know, you know the type of music you do. Right. And the, and the type of music you seem to like seems to be kind of around there. But do you ever go out, like, at, like, Trying to so I have a buddy who's a really great chef, and he decided to go vegan for a year to reset his palate. Right. Do you ever go see like different types of music? To try. We try. It's hard for us though, man. Like it's well, I mean, I'm sure it's harder for you than it is for me. I got a mask half the fucking oh. time, but I mean, we, you know, I can remember I used to be able to go out to clubs and watch newer bands play, younger bands, like, or even just wander in and, and fucking discover a band, you right, know? Right. And there was a band called Open Hand that was from LA that I ended up seeing live in Glasgow, actually, at the, at the uh, was it the Cat House or whatever? Wow. I mean, yeah, no, I didn't even realize That's they had live shows shit. there, but they, dude, I walked in and they opened this, they opened with this song, oh God, what the fuck was it? It was something night. And it was one of the coolest fucking things I'd ever seen in my life. And I was just like, and I was like, dude, that was incredible. I was, by this time I was already with Slipknot and shit and I was hanging out with them and talking. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. I was just like, what are you fucking nut? I mean, they were from LA playing in Glasgow and they never, just never chased it, man. So it's like, it's really? crazy. Cause you'll see certain bands where all they want to do is do it and yet the talent just isn't there. Yeah. And then you see a band like this open hand band, dude, and fucking, I mean, they were, I mean, they played for an hour. I could have watched them another hour. That's how good they were. The songs were brilliant. And they just didn't, like, for some reason, they just were like, okay, this is all we really want to do. And I was like, fuck, okay. I mean, that's cool. We got those comics yeah. that are just like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Ambition's kind of frowned upon. Who are your stand. favorite comics? Oh. It's a long list. I mean, oh. David Tell is my favorite comic. Right. You know David Tell? Oh, oh I'm so excited for you. Dude, you're about really? to fucking, you're, you're about to hear. So he was, uh, uh, he had the, a show called. The best called, thing you've ever heard. Really? Because He I was on a show called thing. Insomniac. And it was just him. And he makes it up pretty much the whole time, right? Yeah. He doesn't really write anything. Like he, and, but he's like so smart and so funny oh. that you, you oh, definitely go that. and check it out. Oh, like, yeah. uh, there's a, do you, do you follow any British comics? Well, Jimmy Carr is my favorite. Oh, he's Jimmy Carr is amazing. He's the man Jimmy of Carr. men. Man, he's the king of kings. The motherfucker. <laughs> hey, so where's genius. this? I need the strainer thing to just because you know, the like hearing his whole because comics are so serious as well. You know, right? Right? Yeah. Comics are so serious. You know, some of them. Yeah. Some of them. I think you get silly people. Like I'm a silly person. Right. I think Jimmy at heart is a silly person. Right. Like, right. Yeah, that's but fucking uh, no. so smart. Um, I mean, what an you know Russell Howard. Is, yeah. So oh, Russell Howard's doing my cruise. I, oh, I texted him. Oh, he's, no shit. He's, he's, the, a, he's very good. I mean, he's got his own show over there. Yeah. Like, he was on Mock the Week for fucking years. Yeah. He's done all the panel shows. I, I'm a massive British television. Like, I, I know all that oh, shit. Oh, for real? Oh, 100%. Oh, that's cool. I was on QI. Really? You know that show QI? No. It was, uh, it's a panel show. It's probably one of the nerdiest and smartest. I'm friends with the, the elves, so I know all those dudes. And Stephen Fry was the host for the longest time. Okay, wow. um, he's incredible. And I was, I was on it right after he left, and Sandy Toxvig took over. So I was on it when, like, her first oh, year. The, the high intellectual, yeah, oh, comics. yeah. So it's like a whole right. thing. 
But then they have Alan Davies on, which is fucking, just balances out, and he's fucking funnier than shit. I remember seeing Russell Howard on stuff like Mock the Week. Yeah. Have I Got News for You, like all that stuff, all the repeats of Dave and shit, sure. like, yeah. Well, uh, I'll share you with Dave Attell. That's the best is when you haven't heard of something. Oh, I love it. And love then it. you get to hear it for the first time. Dave Attell is the funniest motherfucker Alive. Wow. Alive. Really? He's crazy. Like, too. I won't do any of his jokes justice. But he's like the last true joke writer who does not give a fuck. Yeah. Is Very. it just me or does an owl look like an attorney for a parrot? You know, like just <laughs> fucking I want a girl with a bush. I'm so I'm talking something something out of Al Qaeda. I want <laughs> I want something in between Al Qaeda and Wizard. He is just the best. So I'm gonna take a look at these. I don't think, I think they'd be done this quick. They, I wish yeah. I had something other than a fork. Do you cook for your kids? Oh yeah. Yeah? Oh yeah. What's your go-to? Yeah, sure. Well, for my eight-year-old, she won't eat anything other than chicken nuggets, rice, and green beans. Bolognese, you know, no bolognese. No, no bolognese. No, she, she won't. She uses she dips it in soy sauce. I'm like, are you a psychopath? Like, are you gonna kill people? Like when you get older? And I'm like, but she just let it's nothing is salty enough for her. Right. Oh. It's so weird, you know? Like and I'm like, and the, I don't put salt on anything. You know? Okay. Like I, really. Like, I mean, I use seasoning and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll use it in like if I'm like cooking, cooking. But dude, I I man, my wife and I both love to cook together. Yeah. So we will spend hours like putting stuff together and we'll make them we'll present it for the kids and and my my eight-year-old will take one bite and she'll go i don't like the i don't like the texture and i go oh for fuck's sake and i'm just like really so there's a whole vegan lasagna down the drain but How it's really good we've been married now four years oh, but nice. we've been together for six okay okay so yeah are you married no oh Oh no! I was, I was, I was, I was married. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was married. <laughs> oh, you yeah. knew that. Yeah, we all kind of heard that one. <laughs> Wait yeah. to who? Long time. Yeah. <laughs> I met her one time. She is a d distractingly, alarmingly attractive person. Your ex, and I mean that as a compliment. Like her skin's really fucking perfect, <laughs> and I just kept looking at her arm, going like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but yeah. Um, Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with my kids. Good. I am. Sorry. I don't, I don't know the exit out of this. So how did it end? No. <laughs> oh, for uh, fuck's sake. Hey, let's get another beer. <laughs> Bro, I love these meals. With the busy fall schedule already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals jam-packed days factor america's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with chef prepared dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door you save time you eat well and you stay on track with your healthy lifestyles too busy this fall to cook we're all there but want to make sure that you're eating well we're all there too with factor skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping and the prepping and the cleaning while still getting all the flavor and nutritional quality you need. 
Factors fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. And then you get back to crushing your goals. I'm telling you right now, Factor is a no-brainer. They're in the fridge. You pull them out. You heat them up. And they taste phenomenal. I stand by these meals. And you should check them out. If you have not, right now, head to factormeals.com slash burning50 and use code burning50 to get 50% off. That's code burning50 at factormeals.com slash burning50 to get 50% off. So tell us again about your cruise. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget about your fish. Yeah, no shit. It's going to be a hot dog. It's not going to be a hot dog. Uh, Yeah, that looks pretty brown. It's not quite opaque enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I got to tell you, I've eaten <laughs> stuff like that at fairs. It looks like if you had a stick in it, I would tell you that's a corn dog. Yeah. Oh, I had the best corn it dog It looks, fuck, dude, I could fuck up corn dogs, oh, but man, but I they kill three. me. I ate three. They're, uh, when corn dogs are done right, holy shit. Right? I, was at a, I, was at a jazz I 100% festival. agree. I went to a jazz festival because I always saw dads that went to jazz as like cool dads. Okay. And then I got invited to go to one. But like the promoters, so I knew that I'd have I'd have artist access. Right. So I was like, I want to be a cool dad. Right. I don't know anything about jazz. I don't know it's, anything about modern jazz. Well, but I Nas know. was playing. Mary J. Blige was playing. Okay, so it was like so jazz, like, yeah. R and B. Okay. And then, uh, and then Sunday morning, I woke up homesick with my wife. Look, homesick. Right. Are those toy. What? Are those toy pincers? What are those? Those. I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, these <laughs> are from oh, the tongs. Is that yeah. from your kids? I turned the oven off. What are they? Yeah. You, what did you do? Have an injury? And so, I saw this guy Corey, uh, Corey Henry, jazz musician. Okay. And he was fucking mesmerizing he was what, he was undeniable was he sing or what is he he did everything really he did well, he sang and he played piano but most importantly what he did which i thought was the coolest fucking thing and because it was very jazz-esque i'm gonna right. this to like medium he'd start a song and he'd go from instrument to instrument and tell him what he wanted and he like he goes dude stevie wonder did that man i uh, watched him do it he's live stevie wonder's favorite artist ah fuck well that yeah, makes he sense he is stevie wonder's favorite artist wow uh, did you know I, I heard stevie wonder can see now i've heard that as well yeah. but i've i've heard that it's lasik it's very <laughs> <laughs> my god what they're doing with lasik today it's incredible <laughs> i've heard that he has he can he can he can make out shapes yeah but it's not like real sight like it's like this is what i got told right i I got told he got sold as like a blind kid right and then like (laughs) hold on back up (laughs) yeah this may be one of those no 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 no, i didn't mean it like that i didn't mean it like that no he got no i meant like like his agent pitched him as a blind kid okay that's what we're going to bring yeah, it in. Right there. Like, the agent, always the yeah. agent. His agent. They're always the agent. His agent's like, yo, he's blind. That's what right. makes him so great. Right. There's no one like him. Ray Charles is like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> oh, shit. But it works so well for Ray Charles. They're like, you know, uh-huh. the blind thing will sell you on its own. Right. But Stevie's like, I'm not that fucking blind. Right. And they're like, yeah, no, but just go with it. Right. And so, so he's not that blind. I heard he not that blind. Is he blind well, okay, not? now there is footage. 
Have you seen the footage? Well, no. There's footage of him avoiding shit. Like he can see it. So it's like, that's why he can get it. Well, no, there's no, somebody. No, like videos somebody, of kids trying to punch him. They were on the street like, Stevie, and he's like, me. No, there's, 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 there's film footage of an all-star jam going on on stage, right? And he comes up, and somebody's leading him, and somebody swings a mic stand, and oh, he shit. fucking avoids it. Yeah, and I like mean, Canelo. it's he I've like seen Canelo. the footage. Like I've Canelo. seen it. Yeah, dude. So it's almost like, listen, unless you're Spider Man, you shouldn't be able to do that. Well, definitely if you're blind. You know what I mean? If I you've mean, got the glasses on and you're doing this, and someone makes a move but, and you dodge it, right? I mean, I listen. I saw the well, shit. Can I tell you something? Oh, maybe he was, was dancing. He dancing. Yeah, and he was just real slow. Well, he only did the one move though. I but mean, it's like, it's like, yeah. what, can you imagine if Stevie Wonder came out and was like, oh yeah, I can see, and I, I'm sorry. I think like, he's, he, a, he make Pete Rose look I like think a he's pussy. A, he's alluded to it, the fact that it's like, he's not completely blind, but he can't, like, I mean, he can't move around, he can't walk, like, on a, on his own. Like, there, there are vague shapes, but yeah. there's no depth perception. Yeah, you I can't tell. Yeah. are blind, but yeah. like, legally blind. Right. But they get around. Right. But this is like this is like that step even further than that. Do you, you know think your I mean? music would be bigger if you were blind? No. I've got um like one eye is really certainly... bad and I've always thought I wonder what I could have done with two good eyes. Right. <laughs> Wait, which eye is bad? Which eye is bad? That eye, like I it, yeah, it's like I don't really see out of it that much. Oh, oh, no something shit. happened to you? Yeah. No, it's just like a stigmatic like something in my eye. Oh, okay. Weird shape and so it's always been I think when you yeah, so this eye has been amazing. Always looks 2020, right. but um, yeah, that's the. I always think there's that great line in uh, in in was it Meet the Fockers where he goes, right. "Here he is in one ball. Imagine if he had two. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started out, the first year that we were touring with Slipknot, I got so many eye infections oh, because mask. my dreads yeah, like how was that, would man? rip around. And so I had to do some shows with a massive <gasps> eye patch under the mask so I couldn't see a oh fucking thing, dude. I looked like I was, I was smuggling a diaper in there, dude. It was crazy. Um, how was that with the mask? I mean, that's... It's... Uh, it's well, you must well, they build them so that there's like... Well, this was before we really kind of... Now I, so I kind of design they, it so it's it, like... It look like it's a little more comfortable on the inside, but it still hurts, you know. And I have to be able to strap it on tight because of just how crazy. Yeah, you I go. know. It's fucking but insane. It's you know, I, the, first the, yeah. Yeah. the first thing I did. The first thing I did was I, I widened the mouth. I made sure that the the. But it's like not. It's a, it's a it's a it's a full like oral oh, it's sonic experience. Crazy, yeah. The way that the the dynamism of the band is that. It just will take you. It's like hurtling down a fucking, um, you know, sort of down a sort of a roller coaster. Right, right. It's it's, it's like, it, you know, you can go and see. You said Mary J. Blige. Yeah. You know, right. it's beautiful, most incredible voice, and you go and see music. This is like a, a fucking extraordinary experience. We always call it jumping out of the plane. Yeah, because that's vortex. what that's what we it's feel wild. like every time we get on stage. I was on stage. That first song, we're just. And having done it, it is very comparable. That's fucking... Yeah. Comedy is nothing like that. Okay, let me ask... Perfect. Okay, These are fucking But that perfect. makes it like... 
that in and of itself makes it even more nerve-wracking, you know, the song. That's what I said, we have some degree of, like, artifice to, to be behind. But, you know, you, that's, that's you. If you're not funny, you're fucked. Let me ask you this. It's funny or fucked. Yeah. What's, the, what's the show that you, the, the one show you thought was going to be shit, and then it turned out to be, like, one of the best fucking shows you ever had? Oh, uh, based on based on these this curriculum, where you were, the people who were coming to see the show, and who may or may not have been on the same bill as you. So this would have been like so obviously it wouldn't have been one of your own tours. Yeah, yeah. This would have been like you know they bought the tour and they added it to this and made some kind of like amalgam show. You know, I I, I did uh, I used to do this thing called. Uh, the Jameson Comedy Tour. It was sponsored by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Okay. And it was four comedians. These ones are better. It was four comedians, and it was I was one of them. And one of the comics was a guy named Billy Gardell. I don't know if you know him. I he know the Mike, name. Mike and Molly. Yeah, yeah. He's a fucking murderer. Right. Murderer. Right. And he comes up to me, and he goes, oh, fuck. How oh, you <laughs> found a piece of fish in there. <laughs> It happens. That was the marinade. Yeah. That, that's going to be a good one. And uh, he goes, you know, I'm not following you because you take your shirt off and you're like Yosemite Sam up there. So you're going to need to close the show. That's after four comics. Everyone's doing 30 minutes. Everyone's destroying. Right. And I went up terrified. Wow, like going, I don't, right. I don't have the material to do it. And at the end of the show, it, I did really well. And I was just like, shut the, I could follow him. Right. Like it was like, it's, that's the big thing is like when you, follow someone like that just murders and you're like fuck this is gonna be rough like i followed rogan one time right really tough um i fought i followed i followed dane cook was probably the hardest person i've ever had to follow in my entire life interesting people really? sleep on how fucking brilliant that guy was oh dude i mean they, all they know is his stardom but man he would electrify a fucking room electrify oh his energy alone was fuck i mean never mind his his delivery was really fucking great before him comics would bomb right like but there's i mean there's there's tons of those the first time i headlined first time i got past at the store i had to follow daniel tosh louis ck and judd apatow oh fuck (laughs) and they each bumped me they really first time headlining and adam's like yo louis just stepped in can he go up and take your spot? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then Louis comes up and he's like, sorry about this. Oh, so they bump you like holding with us. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, wow. And so. So you want to, do you don't want to be the last? Or you do want to be the last? No, I, want, I don't want to follow any of them. Right. And they're all funnier than me in my opinion. And so that was a tough, that was, I was nervous. I was nervous too. It was my first time performing at the store as a paid regular. And I was like, fuck. Nowadays, I've gotten, I've followed. What a great pressure though. Something my dad did at a young age, which I think was a trick. I don't think it's real. Okay. And you have sons, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and you, yeah. have, you have a son? I have a No, your son's got a band. Yeah. Yeah, what's the name of his band? Vended. Vended, yeah. Vended, okay. Yeah. My dad, at a young age, told me, un, out of nowhere, that I loved pressure. He goes, buddy, you perform at your highest when the when all the chips are on the table when there's pressure when it's three three out two outs and the bases are loaded and right. you need four runs that's when you do your best and he goes that's what I, I he goes I couldn't do that as a kid but you seem to raise to the rise to the occasion 
And her, my dad, because of right. that, I don't, and it just, it, and so in my head, I've always believed I love pressure. Right. And, I, and anytime a pressure situation comes in, I go, this is where I do my I best. Yep. And I go in with confidence. The other day I said to him, I said, was that real? Or did you just say that to like help me in life? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> he goes, I don't know, I, I, buddy, I, I think you did. I, I, thought, I thought you did. He's like, I, you know, you, you seem to do well under pressure. I don't know right. if I just said it to fuck with you or. But see, that's the difference between a lot, like us, because I'm the same way. Like, oh. I love you know what's the worst for me what? is telling me it's it's a slam dunk. Telling uh, me it's a sure yeah, thing, yeah. I will fucking eat shit. It'll be the worst fucking show I've ever had. If you tell me that I've got to go out and do an acoustic show before Slayer's reunion show, I'm I'll fucking <laughs> get up there. Slow. Yeah, I'll, I'll, fuck, I'll, I'll crush that fucker because I I love it. I love feeling like. I need to fucking step it up now. You know I what did, I mean? I did. When I did my my first Netflix special at uh, Old Place, I don't know if you guys ever played there, called uh, the Trocadero. Troc Trocadero. Yeah, Trocadero. Yeah, and that's in uh, Philly. Philly, yeah. yeah. And my buddy Tony, who's producing it, goes, man, do you ever bomb? And I go, actually, one time in Australia at the Sydney Opera House, I had the worst set of my life. I mean, I go, Tony, I went to tell a joke, and I stepped on the mic cord, and as I walked away, the mic went away from me, and they didn't hear the punchline. And he goes, shut up. I bombed so hard the first show at the Trocadero. Really? I bombed so fucking hard that I actually stepped on the mic cord. And, 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 and my wife, who helped produce all my shit, I said to her, I said, hey, do me a favor and just like take notes if I mess up any lines, right? Right. My wife's, my wife's like, like autistically honest. And she walks in the green room to all the producers and everyone. She goes, I don't even know where to tell you to start. That was horrible. That was so bad. Am I right, guys? And Tony had just been like, we got it. You know, we got it. Let's have fun in the next one. But, and so I fucking. Sometimes that's not helpful. Yeah. And so I go to do the next second show and right. I have to get it. I have to do it right perfectly. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm I'm nervous and all of a sudden I hear my dad going, Duh, this is what you love, buddy. Nice. And I go, yeah. And then I just go out and I fucking it's the best show I've ever had. Nice. It's the best show singularly that I've ever had. But it's a cool thing. That's why failure is so good because right, right after failure, here you go. That's yeah. why I don't, that's why I don't I, I don't have time for people who they just, they carry themselves like they've never failed. You know what I mean? Like they carry themselves like everything's just been a fucking, you know, from three and just clean, clean, clean. It's like, you don't know what it's like, dude, to sit and deal with silence. Well, I mean, oh, dude. I got too comfortable with failure. I, if, there was a point where I was like, I'd rather fail and know that I, I got my day to myself right. than fucking succeed and feel like I have to drive back across the hill and do another audition. Okay, I, I hear you, I hear you. Like, failure's so easy to deal with. You're I see, like, I'm, ugh, no, not for me. Yeah. I I hated it, and and maybe it is why I just kept plugging at it. But you gotta remember, dude, I mean, I when I started, like, before <laughs> I even started really doing shows and shit, like, I would busk and just fucking play guitar. Like, I would go up, my buddies, had friends in Madison, Wisconsin. So I'd go in and busk on State Street just and, and play. And I'd have people How much you do? fucking, I didn't do shit. I mean, I, for real, I'd have, to, I'd have to go and borrow money to get home. Like I, I didn't make anything. But then one night I ended up hanging out 
with my buddy. They, they took me to a, to a frat party that was going on. And I got up with the band that was there and fucking destroyed. And I, and I didn't make any money, but I felt really good. Right. I was like, oh, okay, so I, so I am good at this, right. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's it's, a great. It's different playing to people's ankles than it is to fucking... I'll take that one. That's fine, dude. No, I'm going to put that. I think about it a lot because, you know, when I was coming up and, and failing regularly, I just, I really wasn't any good. The fun days of summer are ending. School is starting. Routines are changing. Transitions can be hard. It can leave you feeling low. You realize talking to a therapist could give you a real lift, but you weren't sure how to get started. Talkspace made it easy to find a therapist you liked. It's convenient to meet online, at home, or wherever you're most comfortable. It's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. I'm telling you right now, it is the only way to do it. Talkspace lets you send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace is affordable and in-network with most major insurers. I'm telling you right now, doing therapy from your house is the way to go. It opens me up so much more. I feel like I reveal so much more because I'm not getting in the car and driving. I'm not frustrated. I have nothing on my mind. I literally sit down at the desk in my gym and I just go. I just go and I will share this. I have at times had a libation to loosen up and that's what's beautiful. Do like a sunset therapy, get done, have a cigar with the wife, talk to her about what I talked about. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash burning. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash burning to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash burning. When you write a hit, do you know it or do you have to wait till they tell you? You know it's a good song. Like, I didn't know Through Glass was going to be massive until honestly until Grohl heard it because we were we were recording at 606 and did you know he was in Nirvana yeah we dude my son that. told me that yeah. <laughs> name three songs <laughs> that's right <laughs> name three songs yeah name three songs <laughs> you're not a fan I was a fucking ride or die and then started discovering other bands through them uh but I had you know it's crazy it's it's what I think is really crazy, and I don't I don't know the right way to say this, but we got two we got to get two Dave Grohls, right? Like, what other bands do you think? What other is there other artists that we could have gotten two of them? Like, is there other like do you know other artists? You're like you know the drummer from fucking like I way prefer him to Don Henley, <laughs> Dave. Well, you know I mean there's that. Oh uh, yeah, Phil yeah. Collins. I've heard. Oh set. yeah, we did Phil get Collins. two. Oh, Phil Collins. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I well, like we'll that. Think, well, think about this though. <laughs> How many other artists? Yeah, started in one iconic band, and then yeah, no, when no. that band like went and just did a whole other one. It's it's crazy that like we got to get two Dave Grohls, right? And and that was not. I don't I don't think anyone saw that coming. I don't even think Dave Grohl saw that coming. No, probably not. Well, he even said that up until Color and the Shape, it was just kind of a, his side thing. And then he, I think he said when. He came back from doing the Queens of the Stone Age album. He had really kind of reprocessed what he had there in his yeah. hands, you know. So when they did when they did that third Foo Fighters, they really went for it. He was yeah. like, you know what, we're gonna fucking take this. And by that time, you okay? 
That that was a splinter. Yeah, that was something. That was. Uh, I always think though that with with comics, I'd love to hear what your impression is on music. But with comics, you need one catch a lightning moment, right. one viral moment to get famous. So right. for for me. It was my machine story going viral. Right. For Rogan, I'm going to argue, and everyone can tell me I'm wrong, the Carlos Mencia tape. Right. When he called out Carlos Mencia, did you ever see that? Oh, yeah. He called oh, out Carlos Mencia for being a thief, and he got kicked out of the comedy store forever. Right. Oh, yeah. And all the comics sided with him, but America was like, oh, he's a comedian. Uh, for Jim Jeffries, it was when he got punched at the comedy store in the head. Yeah. The movie goes viral. Everyone's like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. For he's Bill good. Burr, was in Philly when he did the Philly rant. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. I love That's him. fucking he's epic. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, he's, oh, one, yeah. he's one of the best. He's one he of the best. So Without good. a fucking doubt, so fucking talented. Right. Um, Just annoyed. Like everyone I grew up with. Because I grew up in a real Irish area. Yeah. See, so he has that Irish side, I think, that he's just fucking annoyed at everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's right. pissing him off. Right. If you ever grew up around people that are annoyed about everything, right. it's hilarious. You know? yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You can listen to him talk like all fucking day. You were going somewhere with I this. Forget. Oh, for you need a flash in the Viral pan. Viral thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you need a body work to back it up. Right. So you need something yeah. for people right. to go, wait, who is that guy? And then keep going. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, oh my God, he's got a ton of shit. Right. Oh my right. God, now right. I'm a right. fan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What is it for music? Because you can't yeah, even predict fucking... it. Like, you look at like, we were talking about the Pixies right. earlier. Right. Frank Black is clearly, is clearly a, the, I mean, he's one of the most talented dudes alive. Oh, 100%. But then he does. He does the Frank Black solo album and it doesn't go where the Pixies went. And you're right. like, that doesn't make sense. It should. Right. It's still him, you know? I was saying to Corey earlier, Isla is now discovering this. My youngest is discovering new music, the music she right. likes. It's so she's excited to meet yes. Corey. She's a big Slipknot fan. And, and she said, who's he with? And I said, oh, fuck. I was like, you're going to fucking love this. It's cool when you get to show someone right. something to love. So I start playing Bush for Isla. And she's like, who the fuck is this? Right. I was like... It's the other guy. And she was like, holy shit, this is really good. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, wait, can I introduce you to a band I like? And I went, who? And she goes, have you heard of the Pixies? And I went, oh, bitch. <laughs> and I played her my favorite Pixies song, which is uh, uh, Green and Blue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank Box, an interesting example in the internet for me is, you know, people email you or text you and be like, uh, or DM you and be like, yeah, what the fuck, you know, fuck you. Right. I'm not a fan, your right. fucking shit sucks. You, or earlier stuff was better. Right. You're just a fat alcoholic who takes his shirt off and tells the same story. Um, and so, <laughs> so. That's what Frank Black said to I mean, he's a dick if he did, dude. Yeah, yeah, he did. I still love him, though. Yeah, love him, but fuck, dude, you don't say it to somebody. Uh, you don't say it. You don't fucking Jesus think it Christ, all you want. Frank. That's what Frank likes to do. This is bad. Um, all right. Yeah, oh, I was fucking panicking the whole time. I was like, this Rizzle. fries. Is it? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Watch this. I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? Make sure uh, they're nice and hot for you guys. Hot, hot. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. What are you doing? I'm going to put <laughs> this right here. Cook him again. Go on, fuck it. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's like a twice baked burrito. This has got to work. So I just want to make sure they're warm. These are too hot. So I said, I, said to, I said to Frank Black one night, I was drunk, and I just DM'd him. Right. 
And now I do this to everyone. I do this to everyone. I just DM'd him and was like, dude, you've given me so much joy in my life. I just want to let you know that I love you. I hope you keep doing it. And, uh, and fucking, you've got a fan forever. And then he writes back. He was like, I'm new to Instagram. Or this is his wife. I'm, we're new to Instagram. We don't really understand how this works. We don't know who you are. But we Googled you, and we've been watching your stand-up in bed on YouTube. You're hilarious. Yeah. Oh, and then you're yeah, like, shut the fuck. Right? <laughs> if you had told me, back when we were listening to Frank Black's when we discovered Coke, and you, by the way, also, <laughs> and it was like this little period where Molly and Coke were like right. adjacent. Uh-huh. We used to blow lines and listen to fucking Los Angeles and right. the Pixies. Fucking where is your mind? And if you had told me just at a pop-up, like, this guy's going to be like a fan of yours. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you fucking shitting me? Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Don't give up. <laughs> oh, you guys are going to be yeah, pleasant. he's incredible. The Pixies yeah. are great. And Kim Deal, I think she has oh, the greatest dude. voice. Oh, I love One the Breeders. I love the, the Breeders. Yeah, incredible dude. Incredible band. It was... How crazy to do a, a band with your twin sister as well. And then she... Her sister now has replaced her in in the Pixies. Oh, wow. Because Kim deals with anxiety, like, really bad. For real? Yeah, for real, man. Her, um, her brother is fucking huge. Do you know her brother Big? No. Big deal? He's a... <laughs> it's a funny story. You motherfucker. <laughs> I cannot believe that I just... Fell for that shit. Those are Christ. It's because it's because I didn't joke. fall for the fries, and yeah, totally. Straight up fucking dad jokes. So, when you eat fries at a pub, do you um, are you a malt vinegar guy? Hold on, malt pause, salt, yeah. malt dude. Vinegar, yeah. You've got I've you got, got baked Alaska oh, sticking out, homie. That's so the, big. The cocaine the, is coming it's out. really big. No, it's, does coke still happen on the road? I mean, I'm it sure somebody does. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in London, everybody all the time, you want a bump? I was like, no, I'm trying to get a coffee. Right. My fucking heart could take a bump these days, man. Fresh ball follows upon us, and you need to be in the festive spirit. Light a candle, get some pumpkin spice, and make sure your balls look nice with today's sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. Nature may clear the leaves of their trees but you'll need Manscaped to help get you ready for that sweater weather. Get your pants puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim as refreshing as a fall breeze by going to manscaped.com and using code BURNING for 20% off plus free shipping. The Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer with advanced skin-safe technology reduces nicks and cuts to make sure raking the leaves is a lot less painful. And I'm telling you, this thing is the only thing I'll take near my balls. It is so safe compared to other clippers where you will have huge, even if you just touch the skin, you'll have a huge line of bleeding. Once you've cleared the driveway, the performance package comes in hot with products to cool you down. The Crop Reserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Spray Toner, one to prevent stink and one to clear it up. I'm telling you right now, I trim my balls. I don't want to be an old man with big, long, hairy balls. I like to trim them. I just trimmed them. And I'm telling you right now, this is the best way to go. If you are like me and you're sitting there one day laying in bed and you're going, Man, I haven't trimmed in a while. I got to trim. This is the move you make. Bring in the fall right and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code burning at manscaped.com. That's 20% off 
with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BURNING. As the leaves fall, make sure you have it all with Manscaped. They're like, they're not like plantains. <laughs> it's like, they're Jamaican I mean, jerk chicken dinner. I, they really do look like turkey legs. It's... They're not... Okay. Yeah, they're else. not the most attractive. Oh, don't get me wrong. Oh, I'm going to fucking eat but one Have you ever had sex with a chick that wasn't that attractive but really fucking brought it? Have I? Absolutely. <laughs> have I? <laughs> we, I call him, her. we call them twisters, dude. These you know, are you the either survive softest. or you die trying. These are the softest. These are amazingly soft. <laughs> but you know, I I'm can't. Gonna... Oh my God. <laughs> what in the shit? Seldomly. That looks like a rat. Yeah. I'm ready for it. They do. Oh, that's hot as God fuck. damn it, Bert. Here, if you flip it on. Nope. Here you put it back. You know, there. once you finish your arena tool, remember. Once, once you finish your arena tool, you can get like real big tongues. Yeah, dude, yeah. grown-up tongues. <laughs> What's the biggest show you've ever played? Rock and Rio. How it many? was uh, five hundred thousand people. You can start a cult at that point. But it's it's not. I'm serious. It's not nearly as cool as you think. For real? Yeah. I mean, cause I, I mean, playing in Rio is the shit. It's amazing. Great coke. But I yeah, bet. Well, I fucking great bet. women too. You gotta be oh, careful though. Let me make sure you guys get get awful. <laughs> I'm trying to look that we get the prettiest ones to cover the flaws. Have so when they shoot it, all right. Does anyone have you, have you found the prettiest ones yet? I think we do. Okay. These aren't gonna be like your old fish and chips, guys. These no, are reimagined. They're so soft. Cool. It's uh, Van Eyes. Van Eyes chips. Yeah, they're Van Eyes. They're uh, they're. Alarmingly hot. The secrets in the batter. <laughs> They're uh, <laughs> amazingly hot. I wonder what I did wrong. Well, well, how do you know it's wrong? You haven't tasted it. I don't know. Oh yeah, because it, it's what is it? Who gives a fuck what it's dressed in? Right. If it fucks. Can I? Can I have a bite? Yes, 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 yes. Here, gentlemen, <laughs> please. Thank you for coming I over and sharing fuck. the afternoon with me. Okay. It is such an honor to be. You know, it's hard when you're a guy who talks about his family and talks shit about him on stage. And then to have your daughters be like, holy fucking shit. It's a cool moment. I don't know if you, I don't, you, you guys are so cool that I don't think you'll ever, you may not get those moments. No, no. But it's I, cool for me. I get, them from, I get them from my boy now because he tours with bands. Yeah, how's he doing? He's well, doing great, man. I mean, he just, he, honestly, he just, I flew out at the same legit. time he the did. legit. Yeah. I was like, yeah, legit. They, they're getting ready to drop their first proper album they've done eps and stuff this is like their first album album and this looks really interesting <laughs> yeah, I, well, I love what you've done there's a there's a greenness i'm not used to uh i'm with i, th I think i should have strained my relish yeah and i chose not to <laughs> how can you strain relish what are you gonna do with that <laughs> this is gonna be great this, this is, is gonna be great i'm Here's into it i'm ready it. okay hold on no Here, i'm gonna dab this off so i so i know exactly what you're talking Ooh, about shit. <laughs> Nice touch. <laughs> sorry, sorry. There's so much, dude. There's a lot going on here. I mean, do you want to go back, Corey? Well, the prize is outrageous. I got a shirt. Just a mammoth. Why not? Okay, here we go. There's going to be nothing wrong okay. with that. Yeah. Okay. I like it how it's softer it's than I like how it waves. It's way softer. Yeah. It's, it's, mm. okay. Mm. It's fucking hot as shit, dude. Is it cooked all the way? It's down there. hot. <laughs> This is like sushi in a hot blanket. 
Breaded sushi, you're onto something. This is great. It doesn't taste bad. Yeah. No. I got stuff on my face. It doesn't taste bad at all. Yeah, it's not no. bad at all. It is hot. Let's try these fries you bought. The fish is great. Yeah, we go. The fries are great, and that's my magic touch. Oh. <laughs> you really brought something to it. There's not a lot that I miss about drinking. The yeah, taste of Guinness is definitely one of those things. When's the last time you, how long you drank? Uh, 13 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, uh, it's amazing. I miss whiskey and I miss Guinness. Other than that, I couldn't give a rat's ass about drinking. Really? Yeah. Couldn't care. Because I, I do you drink every day. Yeah. Yeah, you? me too. Yeah. For real? Mm. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a really good. I'm, Wait, how old are you? I'm 57. What? <laughs> I was waiting for this moment. Shut the fuck up. We were up. just talking about how old we are, but. You're 57? I don't know. Yeah. Gotta be somewhere. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. What happened? We failed. That's what happened. Why is your skin so good? (laughs) Your hair is so good. Why is your fish so good? Right. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows the mysteries of life? (laughs) Wait, wait. You're 57? Yeah. How old were you when when Bush popped? 26 or 7. It was late. I was ready to be late. Oh, yeah, you were. Okay. Because I was was probably 20. That's, by the way, the 10 years of fucking crazy graft I put into it. Right. Everyone thinks that when I popped because Bush was so successful um, with the first record that people think that it just was like this. It was like a lot of a lot of failure, mainly rejection for 10 years, like so much that everything was about my voice wasn't any good. I couldn't be on stage. All the things that I've, I've given me individualized my life and give me everything I have are the very things I was told I couldn't Right. Do. And weirdly enough, the Pixies were a great role model because they signed in um, England with 4AD, the amazing label. Cocteau Twins, it's fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Label. Coolest label. And uh, we got the opportunity to sign to a label here in the Valley. I never knew what the Valley was, and I signed to a small independent label. And everyone said to me, don't do it. Don't. And I was like, well, I've got nothing here. Right. I've right. got nothing. Nothing. Right. I'm dying and like starving you know painting houses and building work on building sites and so uh um i took a chance and i came out here and then they said <clears throat> then my first record 16 stone they uh delivered it and then uh, there was this guy that signed us to we got distribution at hollywood records frank wells and he died in a helicopter accident so after i finished the record i went back to work and i painted all these offices dentist 11 dentist offices in london and i was like oh well fuck it you know you made the record fuck everyone you made a record you know what i mean now you yeah. can you know so i went back to work and then about five months after that because they lost his distribution they said uh Oh, fucking, you got, K-Rock have picked up your record. They're playing your record. Oh, shit. You've got to come to America. And I was like, I, I didn't, K-Rock didn't mean anything to me. I didn't know anything. Right. I was like, well, great. So then I came out, and then I stayed on tour for three years. <laughs> really? Three years of touring, all the clubs, everything, for three years straight. And that's what did it, you know? Having the MTV, the radio, touring everywhere. It's fucking... Perfect storm. Yeah, yeah. perfect. And I feel bad for kids now, like, you know, your son, like, how do people do it? I was just talking about how that, the same thing. Yeah, how man. do they... They don't, they don't have the, that moment. I mean, There's nothing that pulls people towards the zeitgeist now because everyone's surrounded by it. You know what I mean? There used to be things that would pull us in to the culture. 
-hmm. Other than that, we had our own lives. We were all, there, there was no internet, there was no social media, there was none of that shit. We were just doing our thing and then all of a sudden, something would happen, we would hear about it and go, what is this? Now every day is a constant chase for that. So there's nothing that rises above and gives you something exceptional. When all the volume is up at 10, you can't hear and differentiate anything. It is about being really, having the goods, but for fuck's sake, you gotta wanna fucking die for it. You right. gotta wanna fucking exactly. die for it. And do it unpaid, unloved, un, you know what I mean? It just was, I, I had so much rejection. I just was so used to it. Right. I didn't give a fuck. And it wasn't that I knew or was great, really confident. I, no, I wasn't that smart. I'm not that confident now. When I write, I still have crazy, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it. Now, when I write a song, I'm fucking bouncing around the room still. Right. I love it. I go, oh my God, I figured it out. It was really beating me up and I was losing this battle. Now I fucking won this battle. Right. Fuck that song. I got you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. It's like being a vocation. And, and you also mentioned about money. It's just weird because I was so poor for so long that, uh, I never thought about it, but things come when you do something that you believe in, and if you make it great, and you want to kill for it, and there's right. so many people that are going to be better than you, but if you have that fucking drive, and you're just going to fucking, wherever you play, every show you play, is going to be like wild, it's better than the last show you play, and you have this momentum, it's, that's how it makes for a fun life, you know, and that's what I feel, you know? Yeah, fuck yeah. I treat, don't, don't I treat every show, that. I treat every show like it's the Super Bowl, and if I don't win, I'm, pissed yeah so that's why i attack every show like that i love that because it's my fucking it's every night is a super bowl yours is super titles bowl. on the line i'm like a pet i'm like it's my last i'm not right doing it again. exactly i'll oh. never come again right well, because you're as good as your last show right you talk about the day, days you bombed you're as good as the last show you did this is fucking awesome thank this you guys great. so much no, thanks thanks for thank you you guys are fucking legends and it's an absolute it's honor a pleasure i don't think i got you oh dude my it's yeah Crazy. striking Off eyes me? Yeah. It's all the light. I just, I, I try to keep them as I have open as possible. I have beautiful eyes, but you have beautiful eyes. You have really nice eyes. I Cheers, guys. <laughs> I still kill there beers. it is. I still kill beers. <laughs> I'm done for the night. I'm going to smoke a cigar. There you go. Have a joint. Pass out. Sweet. Great episode, everybody. Yeah, man. Thank you, everyone. Something's burning. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.